0: This is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just talking about Star Wars all the time on The Skywalk.
1: What's up, Moof Milkers? Welcome to episode 106 of The Skywalk. In this episode, we talk all sorts of news nuggets. Talking about Taika Waititi. Talking about Cassian Andor series. The Mandalorian season two and season three. And the Clone Wars. But before we do... Social medias. This is where the good move milkers can find us on social media. On Apple Podcasts, search for The Skywalk. Sky is in Skywalk, is in the thing you cook in. Spell W-O-K. Subscribe there and please leave us a review. It would help us a lot in these troubled times. Spotify, same deal. The Skywalk. Disgracebook, Facebook.com slash The Skywalk. Twitter, at The Skywalk. Instagram, The Skywalk. And tell us about Podomatic, Jeffrey. All right, you ready? Is anyone really ever... (laughs)
0: <laughs> Is anyone ever off the bike Brett? I don't think so. You may be on a tricycle. You may be on a bicycle. Either way, it's Star Wars over coffee. dot
1: And all the other platforms, Stitcher, Podbean, Radio something or other, FaceChat, Snapper, InstaDoc. Jeff, before we get into the news, as always, all right. YTD watch. Taika Waititi recently dropped some Thor nuggets, Love and Thunder style, via (laughs) his Instagram by way of IGN. Jeff, in this pandemic, I am not up for tracing everything back to its original source. So I'm just going to tell you where I found it, right? Uh, In true Taika Waititi fashion, he dropped a lot of jokes, but also a couple of legitimate hints at what's to come in Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, In regards to the potential appearance of fan favorite character Beta Ray Bill, Jeff, are you familiar with Beta Ray Bill? Yes. Here's what Taika had to say. Not sure how to answer that. I don't want to tease and I don't want to give anything away. It would be awesome to have him in the film, but I just don't know right now. It's up in the air.
0: Well, it's up in the air, Brett. But, you know, just like Beta Ray Bill, he's always going to be right back.
1: <laughs> Good one, Jeffrey. And get this, Jeff. He says that Thor 11 Thunder, quote, <laughs> makes Ragnarok seem really run of the mill. A very safe film.
0: (laughs) Thor Ragnarok is probably somebody's safe word. (laughs) But Love and Thunder (laughs) is is even worse. Yeah, see, if you say Love and Thunder, it won't get you out of any jams. The the Love and Thunder has to be, like, crazy off the rails.
1: Yeah. Well, it sounds like it's going to be Jeff. Jeff, let's get into some news nuggets. You tell me if you're dipping it or flipping it. This first one is interesting because you might feel like... When will we ever get more Star Wars? Or will we get more Star Wars? But good news, Jeff. It appears that at the very least, the Cassian Andor series is still moving forward for Disney+. Plus. Effect supervisor Neil Scanlon, via comicbookmovie.com, says that they are trying to do the best they can from home. Aren't we all, Neil? Aren't we all? Uh, Jeff, and if you don't believe him, People are joining the cast. Interesting. So this one's via Variety, Stellan Skarsgård, who you may remember from his role as Professor Eric Selvig from the Thor movies and Avenger movies. And some other guy named Kyle Soler, who's been in a bunch of British stuff, I guess, are joining the cast. Yep. So that's
0: good, man. Like stuff is actually happening. Well, I'm not I'm definitely not excited about it, but here, here's the thing, Brett. Like it's it's almost like Disney knows that they are they already have us on the hook yeah you, you know what I mean so it's like they 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 already realized oh yeah we we got these guys with Clone Wars like first we already had them with Mandalorian but now we've got them with Clone Wars right you know we're gonna milk this until every last drop
1: yeah aren't you glad they just seem to flick a switch? But it, we'll get into that
0: I think it's funny that you know every I'm looking forward to every week reading an article that says this is what Disney plus is releasing for the next two months and guess what it's still crappy yeah like there's only one thing i want to see yeah it's really bad
1: and it, and and that's not that is by no means a result of the pandemic like this is what it was going to be no matter what like they never had any content for right now exactly but i am thankful for the clone wars i i agree well jeff the good news is the mandalorian season two is definitely on the way Uh, The timetable, I don't think, has changed for that. That should still be coming in the fall. But we have a news nugget that we have to undunk, Jeff. Last time we talked about Rosario Dawson being reported for the role of Ahsoka Tano in The Mandalorian Season 2 and potentially for her own spinoff. But hold up, wait a minute. Rosario Dawson herself spoke to Variety, commented on the reports, and said... That's not confirmed yet, but when that happens, I will be very happy. I'm very excited for that to be confirmed at some point, she said, adding that it would be a million and one percent because of the fans. So Jeff, she's kind of walking it back and reminding everyone that it's not confirmed, but that's just her way of saying like, oh, well, Disney's planning their own way of announcing this in a big way. She doesn't want to go on record and say, yeah, it's true, because they probably have a big reveal planned at some point, Just like when Ewan McGregor for years denied that he was having any conversations at all with Disney about reprising the role of Obi-Wan Kenobi. So they were just waiting for the right time to announce it. So hopefully, Jeff, maybe this means that they're going to they're planning something. I don't think a celebration is going to happen this year, but, you know, maybe they're going to plan some other thing where they kind of reveal some big announcements.
0: So here's the thing, Brett. Mm -hmm. I am not taking my nugget back. I'm (laughs) dipping it. And I'm still keeping it dipped. I don't care what they say. See, here's the problem with stuff like this. Yeah. Is she's the best qualified candidate for this particular character. Yep. And I will refuse to accept anyone else. Right. I don't care who it is.
1: Now, dude, there's no doubt in my mind. Even the way she said this, to me, it just proves even more that it is happening. If you notice, the first thing she said is, that's not confirmed yet. And then she said, but when that happens, not if. When that exactly. happens. So, yeah, dude, it's happening. Jeff, a making of The Mandalorian series is on the way from Disney+. Plus. Via Twitter, Disney announced they will, quote, pull back the curtain on The Mandalorian. Disney Gallery, The Mandalorian, an eight-episode documentary series, starts streaming on
0: May the 4th, Jeffrey,
1: only on Disney+. Plus.
0: You dipping it? Eh... Uh... I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna eat it, but I feel like it's my vegetables. So here's my thing about like documentaries, Brett. Unless they're like completely brand new content, like I I I have a hard time getting into those. Yeah. Again, sometimes you find out, like in the instance of Force Awakens, that you that the director has no clue what he's doing, mm. and I don't want to know that.
1: Right. <laughs> you right. Know what I'm saying. What I do like in this, and I agree. I am 100% out. Ninety nine point. out on documentaries. But when it comes to behind the scenes of Star Wars, that's a totally different story for me. So if it's, you know, the Force Awakens, Blu-ray, Last Jedi, maybe Rise of Skywalker when it comes out. um, You know, the behind the scenes stuff sometimes is better than the
0: movie itself. Especially because you get to see the new content. Like, I I know Star Wars is one of the only things where they probably passed over three movies worth of content. Just oh, to get to where they were.
1: So you're talking like deleted scenes.
0: Yeah. So I want that. If I if I'm not seeing that, then I'm just like eh.
1: Yeah, that's a good question, Jeff. I when I saw this reported, I wasn't expecting deleted scenes. So I frankly, I don't think you're gonna see that with the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. but I had never actually thought about that. Like Mandalorian deleted scenes. I'll be curious to see if that happens. This series itself doesn't sound like the place for that. I hope at some point they would release deleted scenes for The Mandalorian, even if it's just separate. I mean, why not, right? Like, for example, if you go to watch The Last Jedi on Disney+, Plus, there are the options there to watch the deleted scenes. So why not do exactly. that with the TV show?
0: And so here's the thing, Brett. It's When you're talking about that, it just made me harken back to a more civilized age, a more <laughs> elegant time period. Where back in the day, the if we were to see a, a new movie or a new franchise... Yep they would have a companion website where you could find other nuggets. Do you remember that a long time ago in a space time far far away <laughs>
1: yeah. where
0: we used to log into um the secret matrix website just yes. to find out other clues? <gasps> yes, dude. We did that together. How come that exactly? Oh my. So how come that doesn't exist for the Mandalorian? Let's get out of the past and
1: go into the future. Oh snap. It has just been reported that the Mandalorian season three is in pre-production. Can you believe that? I I'm, I'm starting to wonder, are they just trying to make us feel better Jeff? are they like, man, everybody's like depressed. Oh, yeah. everybody's bored like let's give let's give them some good news, something to look forward to. I think anybody could have speculated like we could have assumed that they were already working on it, getting a leg up, you know um, but it was just nice to see it reported. It was reported that Favreau is uh, deep into writing Mandalorian season three and the art department is working away on it as well. Um, so the report said, That, uh, this was from Variety, Uh, the report said that the art department is working away on concepts. They've been working on it for like three weeks already. So that's just really cool to hear. And it makes me think that, you know, post-production on Mandalorian season two must be like, well, well, well underway. So here's the thing, Disney, can you manage to get it done and put it out early for everybody that's starving for content? Like they've put out nothing. When you're talking like twelve episodes of an animated series is what you've put out in the last three months.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. It, it's I'm starving for content to the fact to the point where I'm rewatching the West Wing. Man, do you know how long ago that was? Like, <laughs> Jeff, I'm, I'm rewatching like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two: The Secret of the Ooze. So, you, I, I, no, I will I, do you one better, Brett. You, <laughs> you know one, what I'm watching? One right worse, now? Yeah, I'm watching. I'm watching Avengers Assemble. The cartoon.
1: Oh. Wait, is is that the Disney XD series from only like five or six years ago? Oh, yeah. And and guess what, dude? Oh, Jeff, you need help. I'm starving.
0: (laughs) It's it's so bad that it's good. Jeff, stay right there. Do you have life alert? (laughs) I've fallen down on Avengers Assemble and I can't get up. Jeff, let's get to the meat of the episode. Where's the steak bread? The Clone Wars. Here's the thing.
1: The steak was definitely not in episode eight of this final season <laughs> of The Clone Wars, right? So let's talk that about right. that first, and then we'll flip the switch to episode nine. But episode eight of this final season of The Clone Wars, let's start with the opening fortune cookie, which they just keep getting worse. This one was something like, oh, you can change yourself, but you can't run from yourself or something stupid. So please. Also, Jeff, I don't know about you, but the main bad guy, that leader of the Pikes who looks like he has organic built-in sunglasses on at all times. Kind of sounds like Mr. Burns.
0: Another dump dump.
1: Yeah. Um, fun little Easter egg. I'm pretty sure that the Trandoshan who Ahsoka and her two friends fought uh, made a raptor sound when he got kicked off the little elevator In- thingy. Interesting. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm just trying to find reasons for people to watch that episode. And that's it. I'm all out. I've seen some people on social media who take exception to the phrase, to the word filler being applied to some of these episodes. And listening back to our podcast, I don't think we typically use the word filler. And we certainly don't use it just on account of the fact that certain episodes don't play into the larger story arc of the show.
0: Yeah, which is fine. I mean... No, you, ex- you expect that with a cartoon.
1: Absolutely. And even The Mandalorian, and it's okay when you do that and, and there are opp- opportunities for character development there, show a different side of the character, whatever. When I complain about episodes like episodes one through eight of the season of The Clone Wars, I just don't think they're very good. They're just slow. I do think there are filler moments within episodes. Like if you spend 10 minutes of just blasting away at battle droids. Battle droids who have a record of zero and 2,598 against everyone, like, that's filler. You know, I I don't need to see 10 (laughs) minutes of that, right? I don't need 10 minutes of Anakin Skywalker slicing and dicing battle droids either. Like, that's just not, you know, that's just a way to kill time that we don't need to see. Um, And it's not because it's not advancing the core storyline. And I suppose if you're looking for a takeaway from this arc, the Ahsoka arc, it's that she learned that she shouldn't completely disregard the Jedi Order because they're still good in there. Like maybe they're not doing things the right way all the time, but they are trying to help people. And that ultimately leads her back to the Jedi and maybe softening in her viewpoint of the Jedi Order as a whole. But yeah, I think you could have told all that maybe in two episodes, not four. That's the problem. So, uh, yes, episode eight was what it was. And then came episode nine. And dang, dude, this one, Jeff, from the get-go, is so much different in every
0: way. It was like a movie.
1: Yes. And like, because there are people who are like, oh, they're all wonderful. And it's fine. Like, if you feel that you love every single episode of every Star Wars animated series the same, that's great, okay? But like, you can't tell me there's not a huge difference. And it's like, we know it and they know it. And the way they made this episode shows you that <laughs> right. they know it. Like, they started it off completely differently. Again, they get rid of the opening fortune cookie. Dude, e- even the graphics were, were better. Yes, way better. You know, the art direction is better in this episode. You know, and and I understand that. Like, you know, I thought, the, I thought like, this, the episodes so far, they look pretty good. But, like, there was something about the scale of this episode that was just so much
0: bigger. It jumped off the screen. Yeah, man. And just the techniques. Yes. Like, the way she's watching. The way she's walking down the pipe. Yep. To, to, and then like, you know, stormtroopers, I mean, not stormtroopers, clone troopers are getting like, uh, you know, knocked out along the way. And then she, yep, she ends up by herself. Like, just the way that happens. And then like, you know, the the way that they explain why the helmets are painted a certain way and why they call her commander, like all of that, all
1: just like, yes. Yes. Oh man, that stuff was wonderful. And it does lay the groundwork and it makes it. Uh, more emotional it raises the stakes all around when you show the feelings of loyalty uh, that the the clones have towards Dude, ahsoka
0: when I saw when I saw this episode I was like you know what I don't care if I've already seen the original trilogy I hope Anakin turns back yeah oh I know I know you know but, I was pulling for him I was rooting for him man yeah
1: yeah that's kind of the funny thing right it's like this show. And I felt that about the Clone Wars all along. They made Anakin a far more likable character than he ever was in the movies. And oh yeah, it's kind of funny. I almost wouldn't care if they were just like, hey, you guys, you know what? We made him such a good character. We don't want him to go bad now.
0: <laughs> but you can't, of course. I mean, okay, he's <laughs> going to turn into Darth Vader. That's fine, you know? Here's the thing. It almost, almost makes me wish that Freddie Prince Jr. was Anakin. Oh, man, right?
1: And, you know, he is. he's actually, I don't know if you noticed this, Jeff, right? But they kind of make him look more manly in the show than he was in live action, you know?
0: Did you notice? Yeah, dude. His features are are way stronger.
1: Yes. He's even got the butt chin, you know? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: The butt cheek chin?
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Got a little butt crack going right down the middle of your chin. That means like you are – that's proof that you have more testosterone than other men. I mean, (laughs) you know, I shouldn't say that because I don't have a butt on my chin. But, I mean, when you see a guy with a butt chin (laughs) – you're just like man. That's a man right there, you know, like Tom Brady, butt chin. Oh
0: uh, yes. So all I'm gonna say is, I really wish after seeing the development of Anakin in the Clone Wars, I think that there's an argument to be made that we should see the development of Luke Skywalker, and that the time between Return of the Jedi and not Force Awakens, but the time between Return of the Jedi and him establishing. Um, his own Jedi school yes like that that time period is is so awesome seeing that as a, a cartoon or as a live action show would be awesome and it's still something that could be done yes and it better I think it would be even better as a, as a cartoon because then you wouldn't have to worry about the actors and because you can find somebody who can sound like Luke you know the thing with Anakin is we've seen throughout the Clone Wars that he's a multifaceted character. There's a reason why he goes dark. Oh,
1: man, Like Jeff,
0: they, they show the levels, man.
1: You are selling this well, my friend. Like, you're getting me excited. Like, people who were not happy with the way Luke was portrayed in The Last Jedi, which I still will say the foundation of which was laid in The Force Awakens For people who didn't like it, I mean, part of the issue is we were not on the journey with him, right? So you go from seeing him at his most heroic at the end of Return of the Jedi to where he is at the end of The Force Awakens slash beginning of The Last Jedi, which is not what people were expecting, not what people were hoping for. And I think it's fine that Mm -hmm. that was the choice that they made for him to be a recluse at this point. Um, But I also understand how people feel because we never got that. We never got the continuing adventures of Jedi Master Luke Skywalker.
0: Right. And that's my point. Yeah.
1: And I think that's why we're loving reading Dark Empire over again. Because it's peak Luke Skywalker being a hero.
0: And here's the thing, Brett, is with, with Luke, I will put this out there that I don't think Return of the Jedi was a heroic moment for Luke. I think it was a heroic moment for Anakin. Hmm. Like to me, the biggest hero in the original trilogy is Darth Vader, because Darth Vader is the one who says, you know what, I'm going to take out the biggest bad in the galaxy. Right. And he did. Yeah. You know, he took out the Emperor.
1: And while I think, now I personally think that Luke was heroic, I think he was heroic by casting the lightsaber away. But whether, whether you feel he was heroic there or not, your point, I think that anyone can agree with is that he was just getting started as a hero. You know, yeah. he, does, he does heroic things earlier in the movie, of course, like a Jabba's Palace or whatever, but he really hadn't, you know, we didn't really get to see, like, peak Luke Skywalker doing Luke Skywalker things as someone who had mastered the Force. And to your point, like, and this is why I think your idea is incredible, because the Clone Wars have, have done so much for the character of Anakin Skywalker, have done such a better job of investing us in him as a character emotionally and actually right. caring about him. I mean, that's the thing. When you watch the prequels, like, man, he's so unlikable. I know that's, like, super obvious to say and everybody knows it, but, like, he's really not likable. And when mm-hmm. you watch and – he, and, he, frankly, he doesn't show a lot of heroic qualities, you know, even in the way he treats other people, the way he deals with other people. That's my point. And not, not just the actions because, yeah, he jumps around and flips and spins a lightsaber, fine. But like Anakin in this is big brother, you know, like he he acts like Ahsoka's big brother, sometimes in the way that a real big brother would and that they fail you. Right. But also it's still that person that you look up to. And most of the time he's giving you a good reason to look up to him. And that's something that we never got in the movies.
0: And your big brother always gives you the benefit of the doubt. He never he never you know, looks badly at the, at the intentions of Ahsoka. He always is looking forward to, Hey, let's make this a better, you know, a better reunion.
1: Right now. It is kind of funny that they've almost, um, they've, it's going to be more heartbreaking to watch Anakin turn. Um, but they've also done such a good job in the clone wars with everything that we just said that it's almost less believable that he would turn, you know, because like what he's showing with Ahsoka is the willingness to, to be humble The willingness to admit or acknowledge in some way that he was wrong. He's just Mm -mm. wanting her to come back. And he's so happy to see her. And I think all of that just makes it tougher to believe that this guy, this same guy would turn like a switch. Kind of like that switch that they
0: turned on with Episode 9 of The Clone Wars. Right. But here's the thing. I think we haven't there's something I I don't want to put I don't want to put judgment on that until we see the whole series because true. I still think that there's going to be a moment. This is one of my predictions.
1: Oh, here I we go, Jeffrey, on record. Be,
0: I'm going on record. I think there's going to be a moment where they show Ahsoka leaving Anakin. Mm. Because again, they still need to connect it to Rebels and in Rebels, he blames her and says, "Why did you leave me?" That's true you know what I mean and they Ooh. still need to show that like so if they're if they're already back to you know they're showing them back together but the, I think that there's a still another level where she says nope I'm leaving all of this behind
1: oh man good catch up. this episode going back to the very beginning of it the bridge
0: oh I loved it I stunning
1: loved it. stunning and like didn't you know and and first of all I don't even think we mentioned that they started off with the typical Star Wars opening.
0: It was the actual movie opening. Yes, like that's. I was like, whoa, what? What are we watching here? And like, what is this?
1: Immediately, I was floored, and it was like, oh wait, we are watching something different now. And that's why, Jeff, I don't know if you've seen, um, on the internet, people are pushing to have them release this as a movie.
0: I saw that. I
1: did. Which makes sense. Well, and I mean, it they're, makes they're, sense. Yeah, they're they're pushing us to want that, right? Maybe they will. You know, maybe they'll say like. You know, like when you have the option on a DVD, like watch an individual deleted scene or play them all together? Yeah. Just do that. Like play these four episodes together. Wow. wow. Take out the little transition right, in the middle. you my
0: mind here, man. You know what I'm saying, man?
1: Nah, you, dude, your idea about Anakin. I, I idea, like it. So Jeff, I like your it. idea. No, no, I want to go back to your idea because that was better than mine. Like mine was <laughs> okay, easy. Okay, mine right. was easy. We You basically talked me to that point. The thing okay. about doing a series, Clone Wars level quality, like these episodes, the good ones. Uh, that picks up Luke Skywalker after Return of the Jedi is such an amazing, like, home run, almost can't fail idea. How how can they not do it? Do for Luke Skywalker, older Luke Skywalker, what you did for Anakin Skywalker.
0: Dude, like Luke Skywalker with the beard. Like, come on. You you know what I'm saying? Like, You know. And frankly, dude,
1: like, a little nitpick of The Last Jedi. (laughs) (laughs) Go Go ahead. He looks like such a dork. Like when he's younger, That's the thing. I mean, That's the thing. he's got bangs, dude. And it's like, I <laughs> mean, and he looks like, you know, I don't know what, like Mark Hamill must be close to 70 now, right? Right. So you've got like a 70-year-old dude dressed up to be playing a 45-year-old dude, and it shows. And it, 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 just, it didn't go. It didn't go. Animate him, baby. You can even give him a
0: butt chin to make him tough like Anakin. Right, right. You know, like whatever you want, you can do it. It's animated. It, I was, that's what I was thinking about. Um, at, after I saw this, after I saw this episode, I was like, how come we don't have this, you know, for right after Return of the Jedi? Right. Well, hey, and you know what? So, I'm, first of all, I'm glad that I
1: could sell you on your own idea. Second of all, okay. like, you know, we don't know what's coming up in animation, right? Uh, we don't. Resistance we don't. is done. Rebels is done. Clone Wars is almost done. And that's it. I don't think anything has been announced for like the future of animated Star Wars series. I believe we talked about it on this podcast a while back. I think it was rumored that there would be something that picks up after the end of rebels. But now it's like, if there's going to be an Ahsoka series, maybe it's that like a live action series, right?
0: Well, here's the thing. It should be, it should be. Plus like now all I'm doing is flashing back to the rebel scene yep. where they show Ahsoka <sighs> at the, at the end of it all. So and good. she's like this, She's, like, this awesome Grandmaster Jedi. And I'm like, what?
1: Yeah. Like, what, dude?
0: You know, there's so much that we're missing.
1: I'm so sold on that idea as well, you know? So, like, I don't know. So, I think, man, animated adventures of middle-aged Luke Skywalker. You heard it here first. And, Jeff, can I tell you something else? It's not just, uh, you know, the stuff that we mentioned is, like, a lot of the surface level. I mean, like, why the episode was so great, of course. Mm -hmm. But I felt like there was a confidence in this episode, too, you know, because it's not just all action. There are so many scenes that are quieter. Um, Some -hmm. of them are sort of the war strategy stuff. Others are the emotional stuff between Anakin and Ahsoka that we talked about and the clones who are still loyal to her.
0: Her argument with with Obi-Wan. Oh, man, that was something else.
1: I felt like, ouch, it hurt because she was right. And Obi-Wan, and like, you can tell Obi-Wan kind of knows it too. And she called him out. Yeah. And the other thing is, it's really cool. Jeff, here we go. Maybe this is why she leaves Anakin, because she seems to know something is up with Palpatine. She 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 definitely knows that he's got the Jedi Council wrapped around it. his finger. Yeah. So she she may not know he's evil, but maybe she's already sensing something. And maybe that's where the fallout happens. <laughs> Jeff, next time on The Skywalk...
0: All right, man. Let's do it.
1: Star Wars Dark Empire, issue number two in our Dark Empire miniseries with our friend Megan. Let's do it. uh, Who we can't wait to hear from again. And people, if you have not read these, it's literally $2 per issue on
0: Comixology. Come on, man. Like, you don't need to go fund me for that. I haven't bought a digital comic in a while, Brett, but this may be... This may be the one I need to buy. I'm almost
1: positive you can get a solid one month or maybe even two month trial membership on Comixology
0: right now. So I highly recommend that. This is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just talking about Star Wars all the time on the Skywalk.